Welcome to season two, episode twenty-nine of the Eat Nimrod podcast. It may cost you ten bucks to park in the lawn, but this podcast is one hundred percent free. I'm host Josh Thomas, alongside for the first time in months, all three of my co-hosts, Jake Wright, uh, Josh Bain, and Troy Durrell, uh, coming to you after a thirty-five thirty-two victory for the Hamilton Tiger Cats over the Calgary Stampeders, um, in a situation where it really was kind of the reverse of of all year where we we've kind of fumbled the bag in the big moment. Uh, this time it was a game winning touchdown drive we needed and we delivered on um, to, uh, to secure the 35 to 35, 32 victory. So I guess, what are your thoughts on the game boys? Uh, absolutely fantastic. Him white Dane Evans. Unstoppable. That was just, that game was perfect. I mean, I yeah. say perfect, but <laughs> Perfect, perfect in the fact that they won. They finally ended the curse of McMahon. It was their first win there in 18 years. And as you said, JT, like the fact that they go from looking like they were going to lose the game, kind of the same thing we've seen all year where you go, okay, of course, West Hills fumbles the ball. Of course, then they go for it on third and one and don't get it. And they're like deep in their own territory. Calgary scores to go ahead. Um, than for them to actually like drive down the field when they needed it the most and have Tim White make the two pretty like miraculous catches. The one was crazy. Like that's going to be on the end of your, yeah, the end of your highlight reels. Like that's going to be like a top 20 catch of the year. And based on kind of the whole scope of things of how much Hamilton needed to win that game and all of that, I think it should be. Um, top five, but that they don't really take that stuff into consideration. But yeah, just overall, um, great win. I can't believe they actually did it. It felt like they were never ever going to win a McMahon ever again, and uh, but they did. So that uh, that was great. Yeah, and they win when they need it most again. Right? Yeah, you can kind of say about save the Grey Cup game. You can kind of say that about any of coach o's teams the past few years when it when it comes down to crunch time late in the year he seems to have the the group firing on all cylinders and we've seen it i mean putting up 35 points in calgary against calgary is nothing to shake a stick at and that's that's nothing like our offense looked at the the beginning of the season well and two like the fact that they were able to the defense won the first half for them. Like they put up mm-hmm. basically all the points. They were the reason why there were any points on the board. And then for the offense in the second half to flip the switch and win the game in the second half, like that, that was not something that we've seen like all year, right? Like where the, I know it hasn't been simultaneous where I guess probably maybe in the Winnipeg game um, where they won, but I don't think we'd seen a scenario all year where, both sides and even special teams because we can't forget Lawrence Woods has that huge return uh, late in the game to set them up in pretty decent field position. But I think that was the first game all year where we saw both the offense and defense clicking in the same game, which is huge moving forward. And as you mentioned, like Coach O with his teams getting them ready to go, like in the second half of seasons, that's kind of been a trait that as long as, as you said, like as long as he's been here, I know Kent Austin was that coach like 2013, 2014, but they were always, always, always horrible starters. 
And then as soon as Labor Day hit, they reel off and go like eight and one and make the playoffs. Right. So um, it seems like we're kind of seeing that situation again. I do want to ask Josh for his thoughts on the game because we haven't thrown it to him yet. Uh, what, what do you think of the big Friday night win there? Honestly, I did not catch the first part of the game because I was at hockey. I was kind of just basing it off what you guys were talking about. And then uh, I got home and then I finally tuned in and like, it just like, it was just great. Just like seeing Timmy White do his thing. Like, as you said, Troy, watching both sides of the ball really like work the way we've wanted them to all year, which was really nice to see. Just like seeing Dane make the perfect throws after seeing him struggle with a lot of turnovers this year was just really great. It was perfect harmony. And and as Dane said, I don't know if you guys seen it on TSN as it was cutting away from him. He says, don't hop on the bandwagon now. And uh, he's, he's spitting. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. I just want to say too, you mentioned the defense. I want to put my foot in my mouth big time because on the episode that we recorded last week, when we were talking about the Alden Darby trade, I made the comment of why wasn't Alden Darby starting over Richard Leonard? Well, Richard Leonard proved why Alden Darby was the one that got traded and, uh, and was starting. Like I, I knew Richard Leonard was good. I did not know he had like that type of game in him. Uh, What was it? Eight tackles. He had two two interceptions, one for a pick six. Yeah. Like, and I think he had a special teams tackle too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he did. Yeah, so like, just I would claim it as his insane. revenge game, maybe revenge game. Yeah, potentially. I mean, he did play yeah. for the Stamps last year. One of one of my oh. buddies who's a big Stamps fan um, texted me and was just like, "Where was this Richard Leonard last year?" And <laughs> I was like, "I I have no clue. Like, we've never seen him play like that well in Hamilton, and I've always been a big fan. But uh, yeah, it was just crazy, like the type of game that he had with." I mean, the pick six, like, changed the whole complexion of the game, right? So Calgary looks like they're going to go down and potentially put more points on the board. The offense hadn't produced much, and then he flips the script and puts Hamilton up going into halftime, and then they come out and score another touchdown right after half, which is also another thing that we have not seen much from the Cats this year either, right? Like, they have been brutal second-half teams. Mm -hmm. And to see them, like, I know there was a lull that – Calgary came back and they fumbled and made the strange decision to try and go for it deep in their own end. But uh, it was it was nice. I don't think that's a strange decision. No, you know, actually, I said to myself because I was watching the game, and I guess I should repreface this. Of looking back on it now, it's maybe a strange decision. But at the time, I was kind of like, well, they've lost however many in a row. I'm like, they might as well try something different here. And yeah, it didn't end up working. But West Hills, it should have worked. Should have worked. Yeah, if he runs the correct direction, he probably gets like seven yards. So, but yeah, just overall, I mean, you can't really complain about the game, right? Like they won, they put themselves in a much better position to qualify for the playoffs than they did a week ago, and even two weeks ago, um, we were looking at their schedule being like, oh, they kind of have to be pretty perfect here and do something they, excuse me, haven't done in 19, 18 years, however long it's been, and actually go and win in Calgary. And they did it. So it's back-to-back against Ottawa, and they only need to win one game and Saskatchewan lose one game, and they're in the playoffs. And anything can happen in the CFL, right? So, Let's go uh, Stamps, yeah. baby. Yeah, Would exactly. you say – 
would you say that the way they played in the in the game against Calgary and the way they played in the game against Winnipeg is kind of what you expected from day one Absolutely. out of this team consistently? Yeah, I. I, I mean, take, Winnipeg I'll was a little Winnipeg was a little over the top. I wouldn't expect that. Yeah, but the Calgary game, I hundred hundred percent expect that from the team. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would agree. Um, yeah, like I mean, if we if we got the performance they put up against Winnipeg on a pretty frequent basis, wow. like that would be I I know that would just be like exceeding expectations. But yeah, the team that I think we all expected them to be um, this season, they've shown that they could be in the last two weeks right yeah. like i know the game against saskatchewan was kind of sloppy but they've won what three of their last four right what the I one loss in montreal yeah yeah and even even in that game they still had a chance to win and they looked more like the team we thought they were going to be yeah. i think it kind of shows why the fan base has been as frustrated as they've been with the record because the ability that this team has to perform at a high level seemingly only at times, um, you know, it's clearly there. And when they do perform at their highest level, they're one of the best in the CFL. Like they looked worse than the Elks by far in a few of the games that they lost. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? And then they look better than Winnipeg in, in, like you say, maybe an anomaly game, but then they come out and they put on a really good performance. Like you said, both sides of the ball do their job at different points of the game. They get a drive when they need one. The offense looks good in the second half. They have looked like a terrible second half team and they didn't let the second half get away from them. You know, like it's just everything was there. And I think this is what we wanted to see from day one. Um, so it shows a little bit of why we're, what we were kind of saying at the beginning of the year when we're looking at this team as a great cup favorite, but also why everyone was kind of so frustrated with being foreign and whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I, I, I also love the to, uh, perspective going into the playoffs, though. I also want to boost uh, JT here. Uh, Seth Small is also him. That's so. also <laughs> true, yeah. JT, take your flowers on that yeah. one. He has been yeah. crazy, crazy good this year. He has been elite this year. I saw, I saw, a, stat, I saw a stat that if he um, – like he is on pace right now to break like the tie cats, like single season accuracy record for a field goal kicker. Like that's, yeah, that's how good he's been. This year. No, it doesn't like he's, he's missed. He has what? Like a 91% uh, something like that. He's just yeah. very minimal. Very minimal. Yeah. And, and the- I and wish I could through. say that I expected that. Like I expected him to be consistent because I knew that's what he brought and that's why I touted him. But I wish I could say I expected nine out of ten. Like that is so nice. Yeah, and fifty-six like, yarder too. Yeah, and and that's not the first time he's done it either. Yeah. Like the the other game when he did it, I think it was against Montreal. Yeah, when we lost on the last second field goal. Yeah, he like kicks like a fifty-seven yarder. And when I watched him do it, then I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm not sure if like this is the right decision to try to be kicking this ball. And then I saw them line up again on Friday for like a 56 yarder. And I felt way more like confident. I'm like, Oh, I'm like, he's going to hit this. The wind is behind him. Like, and he hit it right down the middle. And the crazy thing is, is he still had like four or five yards to spare. Yeah. Like it was nuts. Yeah. It's crazy. And like his accuracy in college, like wasn't crazy high 
or else he'd no. probably be in the NFL. But for whatever reason, it seems like he's come down here. And I mean, Craig Butler apparently picked up quite a bit from Jeff Reinbold and has kind of worked, uh, worked that special teams magic. And he has become pretty automatic um, when the Ticats need him to connect on a field goal. It's very nice to have an elite kicker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I want to ask you guys right now, too, just before we get off the topic of the Calgary game and kind of look ahead to the next two games here against Ottawa. Would you guys, and I feel like I know the answer to this, but I'm sure you guys would all trade um, having a better regular season record for Hamilton having the season that they have, but peaking, like they seem like they're peaking at the right time right now. Like just before you playoffs, know how much shit I would talk if we won the gray cup with a below 500 record, it would, <laughs> Oh, brother, brother, I know. brother. But like they gave me. And I mean, what they've shown me this year, they're probably going to end up taking this belief away from me because it seems like that's kind of what they do. But the fact that this was the team to go in and beat Calgary in Calgary after however many good teams we've seen from the Ty Cats, like 2015, 2019, uh, who, whatever other team. Yeah, not have the ability to go do that. Like, I've seen comments on Twitter being like, oh, I'll believe Hamilton can win the Grey Cup when they get over the hump of winning in McMahon. Well, now they're over the hump. So now they've given me the belief that they can – they beat the two best teams in the CFL, I believe. Like, BC, Nathan Rourke, when he comes back, they would be the second-best team, in my opinion. But Don't they, have the, Winnipeg, best, don't they have the second-best record in the league as well? Yeah, it's true. But they're, they're quite a bit of different team than with Vernon Adams and with Nathan Rourke. Oh, so that's why I'm kind of saying I think Calgary is the second-best team despite their record. But, yeah, you beat Winnipeg pretty handily at home. And then you go into Calgary and beat the Stamps. And it's not like the Stamps were really missing anybody. Yeah. Uh, and without and without Micah Johnson, too. And Dylan wins out for the year. Like, the run defense, I thought was like, oh, God, they're going to take a bit of a hit. And they did. Uh, Kadeem Carey and uh, who's their other running back? Logan Payton. Peyton Logan, yeah. Peyton um, Logan, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, Peyton Logan. Like, they, they had – some decent rushing stats, but uh, it, it definitely was not as bad as I expected it to be because Calgary is the number one rushing offense in the league. Um, so, yeah, they've, they've given me the belief. And so I guess I just want to ask to in this long-winded kind of question, do you guys, would you take them finishing, say, 7-11 and 11 and getting hot at the right time and going on a playoff run than having – say an 11 and seven record and losing in like the East final type of thing. Well, I mean, if you're giving me those two scenarios directly, I'll take the win. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, yeah, uh, I, I know. I guess. Yeah. I, I don't really I understand. I know. I, 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 I get what you mean, right? Would you rather a, a better record now and then yeah. not playing your best football now? Yeah. Or, a worse record and playing your best football. I mean, I don't know. I, I think probably the best, and again, maybe it's the obvious answer, but it, ask me in two weeks, right? Because um, I think I'd rather the better record just because right now you're in the position where you've played great football the past few weeks. You've beat Winnipeg, you beat Calgary. 
like you said, you're in the position where all you got to do is beat the worst team in the division once out of two games and Saskatchewan has to lose once what could go wrong. Um, you're still in the position where you could be playing your best football heading into the end of the year and fall short because Saskatchewan doesn't lose one of their last games or uh, you manage somehow in the most Hamilton of fashions to drop both of these last games when you only need one to the worst team in the division. Um, I don't think that's going to happen, but there really isn't a reason right now, especially in the CFL. I think given the caveat that we wouldn't even be entertaining a playoff spot if it wasn't the CFL, um, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like (laughs) if I think understanding that I would take a little bit of comfortability in a playoff spot. Now, especially going into the beginning of the season, if you told me that we were not going to have a playoff spot locked up by now, I would have told you you're crazy. There's no way over the course of a season, we don't figure it out to the point where we have a playoff spot locked up in the East. But I mean, that's where we are. So um, I think I take the better record. However, if they continue to play this way and they win out and, you know, they go to the playoffs and they perform at their highest level, then I'll take that any day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I guess my thought behind it was even if they finish six and 12 or eight and 10 or seven, 11, whatever their final record may be. Eight and 10. Yeah. That's, I think that's the hope obviously. And uh, like at eight and 10 and some people might think I'm crazy for this take, but it's obviously a very biased one. I think Hamilton is a better team playing the way that they are right now at eight and 10 than Toronto is at 10 and six or whatever they are um, with first place. I'm not sure if they've fully locked up first place, but they've basically locked up first place. Right. So yeah. And I think Hamilton could definitely go as the three seed and beat Montreal and Toronto. Like after what I've seen the last couple of weeks, that's totally, um, believable and a few weeks ago I would not have I would not have said that just purely based off the way Hamilton has played I think we easily beat Toronto or Montreal right now I don't know but I have so much faith in this team right now it's crazy it feels like it it, like we want like we wanted it to at the beginning of the year right and honestly like I put that team the team how I felt about that team and and the way this team's playing now yeah I put this team against like give me Toronto or Montreal in a playoff game in their stadiums, we we could have beat Montreal in their stadium twice. Twice, so I'm not, I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm not. I'm not worried about that. And we could, and we could, and we could have beaten Toronto twice in theirs. And, and if it's the East back. final, you know yeah. that's going to be like a home game. So majority Hamilton crowd. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not really worried. Yeah. The only yeah. game I would really be worried about would be the Montreal game because yeah. Gino Lewis. Uh, of the of the two of them, the East semi would scare me more than the East final. But yeah. we are we are getting a little ahead of ourselves because they still yes. do need to clinch yes. a playoff yeah. spot first. Um, so I guess that leads us into I, I assume everybody's kind of given their thoughts on the Calgary game. Josh, do you have anything? I know we haven't really thrown to you uh, that often. Uh, I mean, Calgary game, uh, just keep. Oh my goodness! Just keep giving Tim White the ball. <laughs> that is it. That's all I have to say. Oh, yeah. Miami. oh, I thought I was muted. My bad. Yeah, well, you were pretty quiet. So I thought, yeah, it's all, all right, good. Super quiet. I'm going to try that again. Talk to yeah. Okay. Again. 
Josh, do you have any final thoughts on uh, the Calgary game? I think Jake GT and I have kind of given all ours. Um, Richard Leonard is him. Seth Small is him. Uh, Tim White is him. Uh, and we're Dane Evans is him. We're never losing again. Instant analysis <laughs> from Josh Bain. Yeah, there we know. go. I love that. But, yeah, so I guess now we need to preview uh, next week's game, or I guess this week's game we're recording on Monday. Um, against Ottawa. It's a home game. Ticats are going to be wearing those real sexy gray jerseys again. So God, I, love I love those jerseys so much. Yeah, and Jake's going to be wearing his. Uh, <laughs> you think if I go into the store and be like, hey, it's my birthday tomorrow, can I just have a gray jersey for just give me one? I think they legally have to. <laughs> That's true. I, think, I might... think now that we've said it on air, they definitely have to. Yeah. yeah. We, will, like... we, will, we will tweet out and put pressure on the Ticat store to have a bunch <laughs> of Ticat fans reach out and say, yeah, they got to give Josh a gray jersey for his birthday for free. Or at the very least, 50% off. For free? Yeah. But, yeah, uh, the Ottawa game, just, I guess, what are you guys looking to see um, against the Red Blacks? A win. Domination. Lock up Jalen Acklin and we win. Simple as that. Well, Jalen Acklin, he still has a concussion, so he might not even play. Oh, well. If just keep it for me. For me, just, just shine a flashing light in his face while he's running. <laughs> keep it rolling for four quarters, right? I want to see good play on both sides of the ball, and really, just it should be domination for four quarters because you're in a situation where it's the worst team in the division. It's well known that it's the worst team in the division. You need to beat them once in the next two weeks to make the playoffs. You're at home. This is your best chance right now, right, to, to get that win uh, out of the way and control your destiny kind of heading yeah. into the yeah. last week. Yeah, if they, if they win both games, it doesn't matter what Sask does. So yeah. you can for sure control your own destiny and just make sure that Saskatchewan has no chance at all. Sucks at football, so. <laughs> True. I'm not worried whatsoever. <laughs> Fair. But it's it is the CFL fellows. Crazier things yeah. have happened. So that's what I mean. I, I mean, if it would be the most Hamilton thing in the world to go and beat beat Calgary for the first time in McMahon yep. in 18 years, and then lose to Ottawa. Yep, it would be. A la Andy Fantuz dropping a a field goal. Right. Like, what a Calgary! Right? What a Calgary way! What a way for them to lose in Calgary. And if. Like, and if you don't you can, remember, you if can, you remember that season, Calaro started the year fumbling everything he touched, and then the Cats came on real hot toward the end of the year, and they needed that to make the playoffs. And it was Fantu's on a botched hold that sunk us. I think it was either in Calgary or Saskatchewan. I think it was yeah, Calgary. it was. It was in Calgary, but I thought Burris was the quarterback. I don't remember. It was a long no, time. No, it was Calaro. But uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, you could name any type of way for them to lose, and like you could make up the most random scenario of all time, and that's probably happened to the Thai Cats in Calgary. So <laughs> it would it would be very them of them to lose to Ottawa. Um, if, and you know what? It would be even more Hamilton for them to come home and absolutely dominate Ottawa. And somehow Saskatchewan beats Calgary and it comes down to the final week and Hamilton just throws a stinker out there. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying like, like (laughs) next week, but one of the two, right. It would be so Hamilton. So like, that's why I, I I personally would take the the better record, but yeah, we're going to see. I I think that if they play the way that they've been playing the past few weeks and they look like they're getting on a little bit of a roll here, um, we'll be okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, do we, do we want to do game balls or is that something that we, uh, that's kind of off? Every, just give every game ball to Richard Leonard, honestly. Yeah, Richard Leonard and Tim White. And, oh, and I guess Seth Small. And Seth Small, that's true. And Dan Evans, there we go. There's our four. And Dan Evans, Because there's all four. the hate that this man has taken, and I've said it many times, when he is on, he's one of the best in the league. Just Shout out Dane Evans' therapist, by the way. It's night and day. His therapist right. might have saved our season. It's Very night true. and day. It is night and day. And I'm like, I was the first one to say, hey, man, like, I was with you until the bitter end here, but we got to try something different for now because whatever's going on ain't working. But As long as you dress Jamie Newman for the short yardage, we're winning every game ever. Since he's been back and – Maybe maybe you call that jumping back on the bandwagon, but since he's been back, man, that guy has been lights out. He's been what I expect him to be and what he was last season. So it's nice to see. Yeah. That's very nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. And it's nice knowing that uh if for whatever reason, if Hamilton obviously talking as if Hamilton makes the playoffs, but if for whatever reason Hamilton's in playoffs and he struggles. It's nice knowing that Matthew Schultz has come in and played quite well. Um, yeah. You know, just to have that insurance. Uh, so that's also a positive. But hopefully, no offense to Matthew Schultz. I love the guy. He was one of my favorite guests that we had on the podcast. Hopefully, we do not see Matthew Schultz take another snap other than short yardage the rest of the year. Very true. That means Dane Evans is, is playing well. I hope so. I'll be plays next week because we've clinched the playoffs and want to rest our starters. Yeah, fair. I mean, yeah, let's just hope that uh, Hamilton wins this week, Saskatchewan loses this week, and Hamilton's in playoffs. And then, yeah, we can see Matthew Schultz play that season finale uh, when we're playing a bunch of yards. Yeah, I guess yeah. we can clinch this week, eh? Yeah. 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 We win and the scenario is if we win either one of our games and Saskatchewan loses one of the two, um, Hamilton's in the playoffs. So it, uh, yeah, no other league would that happen, but, uh, thankfully <laughs> the NFL, it would. Would you, do you feel at all? No, that's never mind. Never mind. I'm not asking that question. Well, that's, that's not here nor there. Ask it. Yeah. yeah ask, it. Let's hear. ask it now. Yeah. Is a great cup at all tainted in your mind? No, you show any. I am bragging the absolute <laughs> hell out of it. No shot. <laughs> Why? Why would it be tainted? Why would it be yeah. Why? I don't know. You're an under 500 team. That's not really a championship team in any other league. Didn't the Giants, the, do the Giants did it, though. Didn't they? Versus the Patriots. I'm pretty sure were they, they were 8 and 10. Were they? I could be totally, I could be totally wrong, but. AT, respectfully, you just have to hold that. And um, we're winning. How many below 500 teams have won the Super Bowl? Uh, this isn't the Super Bowl. That's a good thing. So, <laughs> this, mm. isn't, this isn't the no fun league, JT. Yeah. How this many below? The, well, 
It's probably a bad stat. It's probably a bad stat, but how many below 500 teams have won the Grey Cup? Okay, let me ask you this, JT. Is the Montreal Canadiens run to the Stanley Cup in 2021? I know they didn't win, but is it tainted because they were not a team that should have been in the playoffs? Uh, you know, that's actually a very good question in contrast. That's a very good question. But yo, JT, what happened in that cup final, brother? (laughs) Okay, first of all. Let's talk about it. (laughs) We knew we were going to get washed, okay? This is a football podcast. We knew we were going to get washed. No, that's actually a very good question in contrast. I guess, I guess in that sense, I guess in that sense, no. Although I, I was saying that team didn't deserve to even be in the playoffs. And then of course they go on that run. Yeah, Um, but... I mean, it, my, the, my outlook on it is if I, I guess not that it bothers me, but I choose to not look at use other leagues for comparison, right? Because the CFL is not like any other league, like what other league has nine teams in it? You no, know, no, so, that's what I mean. And, and I understand yeah. that, but like, for me, like the Habs won four, three, seven game series, like that's, yeah. That's a little bit less of a you got hot at the right time than winning two football games, right? Because in the CFL, that's what it is, and you're in the Grey Cup. You go from you're one of the worst teams in the league to you figure it out and you win your, you know, you don't get the first round by, but you win that East semifinal. You're one game from the Grey Cup, so it's two football games, and you're in the you're in in the final. It's a three game win streak to to win it all if you end up as one of the the top nine, like for that reason alone, I've always said, I think we need more teams in the league, but I hate winning. I hate being in the playoffs below 500, but I don't I know. Wrong, like, by I, the way. I don't what you were wrong, but what the giants, the giants, yeah, they were nine and seven. I'll probably celebrate just as much. Like I'd probably feel just as good about it. Oh, I'm, I'm not, it does not change for me. If Hamilton finished the season 17 and one, and won the Grey Cup, or if they finished six and twelve and won the Grey Cup, my my response to them winning the Grey Cup is not going to change. And I don't care what anyone. And I do not. And I do not care what anyone tells me. The oh, uh, six Brother, and twelve. I am, I am a Tampa Bay Lightning fan. I get told every cup we've won in the last the, our last two cups were Mickey Mouse cups. I don't care. Championship to championship. Yeah, but that's well, little, the I mean, you guys were dominant. Was, you know. Shut up. The puck was not in. The puck was uh, 2004 was Mickey Mouse. Puck wasn't in. Puck yeah. was in. Exactly. Exactly. But anyways, like it, it, it is not going to change my perspective. And anyone who like chirps, going oh whatever, like I'm gonna say yeah, we still won the Grey Cup. Like who cares? You couldn't beat us in the playoffs. So. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't want a seven and eleven team winning the Grey Cup. Or if you don't want an actual example that happened of a eight, nine, and one Ottawa Redblacks team beating a sixteen and two Calgary Stampeder team, the Stamps shouldn't have let them win. Yep, like they they had a chance to beat them and they didn't. True. So that that would be my rebuttal to anyone who claims that that might look a little bush league or whatever it is because. Mm-hmm. Me yeah, asking so, that question, like my kids wouldn't see me in my scariest state if the Ticats won the Grey Cup. JT, yeah, gone. Oh, we would uh, so many tears, so many beers. Like, holy yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's it. Oh yeah, <laughs> like to put. And it I was, I was, I was laughing with Amanda 
the other night because we were watching the game and you guys, Jake, Josh, you guys both heard her when she was on the pod last week. She's like, oh, Hamilton's going to win because you're not going to the game. Well, Hamilton seemingly always makes the Grey Cup when I buy tickets to go to the Grey Cup. And then when I go, they always lose. So now that I bought tickets to the game, to the Grey Cup, Ticats are going to make it and I'm not going to go and they're actually going to win. You bought but- tickets just to not go? No, 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 no. I bought I bought tickets originally to go, but that was before I started working in Medicine Hats and their season. Like they have games that weekend, so it just did not make sense. Like I'd have to work on the Monday. They have like a Tuesday night game, and mm. it just I would not have a chance to go for the weekend, come home, like be at the yeah. game Sunday, come home Monday, and be ready for a home game on Tuesday. There just wasn't enough time for me to do that, but. Uh, yeah, no, now now that they're not now that I'm not going, Hamilton's gonna be there and they're gonna win. So cause that's how it works. And I am going to and I'm going to get drunk as hell by myself in my apartment in Medicine Hat. Nice. We're, going Med- we're going to Medicine Hat to hang out with Troy for the Great Cup. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Bring it in, fellas. Bring it in. If Hamilton's in the Great Cup, you guys are uh all invited. For Medicine Hat. <laughs> no, I mean that honestly got us some pretty good uh, discourse out of that question, but uh yeah. Um, no, I guess just to wrap that up. No, it it does not. It would not impact me whatsoever if Hamilton won the Great Cup with a seven and eleven record. It, I'm talking yeah. most shit. I do not care. Yeah, I I almost like want to like care, but I wouldn't care. Like yeah. part of me wants to like be like, yeah, I'd rather win it as a a good football. I don't care. Yeah. Oh. Just, yeah, at this point, like, when Hamilton wins their first one, then we can strive to go, yeah, be the next Winnipeg and go, like, 15-3 and three and just dominate everyone and win the Great Cup that way. Yeah. Um, yeah, at this point, I do not care. If they win the – if they go to the Great Cup and win one nothing, it is not going to change. <laughs> I'm not going to be any more happy than if they won 39-35 in a – absolute classic right so at this point i just do not care i just need them to win the great cup yep the scenes when i have to buy a Domagala jersey because he wins it on a rouge yep true 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 <laughs> though <laughs> that was absolute best ending to this season <laughs> jt jt's jt's just praying it gets to the game and it's a Seth small miss field goal that gets us a single point so he could buy us <laughs> <laughs> It would be. It would yeah. be. But uh, do we have anything else to talk about here, fellas? Or uh, we think we could probably wrap this up, hey? Nah, let's get some predictions in since we're actually oh, going to be uh, we're, we're actually going to be out before the week. That's very true. Uh, Josh, do you have the games? You're usually the guy in charge of knowing what games or what day. I'll pull your yeah. head, Josh. Your head. I'll pull them. Yeah, up. you were Hamathy. We got Ottawa Hamilton Friday, BC Edmonton Friday, the late game. And then Saturday, we have Toronto Montreal and Calgary Saskatchewan. Okay, uh, Jake, we'll start with you to give uh, predictions for this week. Uh, the Hamilton Tiger Cats by 1.7 billion points. Uh, the BC Lions, because Nathan Rourke, I love you. Um, Montreal, because Toronto, you don't deserve anything good ever. And then the uh, Calgary St. Peters, because I want the whole entire province of Saskatchewan to be sad that they didn't make the playoffs. 
when it's in their in their uh, in their province. So fair enough, Josh. High cats by a million and a bajillion points. Um, I want the Edmonton Alex to win. I really Man, do. they need so to bad. win a home game so, so bad. bad. That's why. Oh, I is it the, is it is it the home game? Yeah, yeah. I want Edmonton. I want Edmonton to win so badly. Yeah, I need that Edmonton win more than I need the existence, brother. I want that yeah. so bad for them. You realize it's now going to happen. Just because it has to. It ha- we want it to happen. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is like this is our thing now. <laughs> okay. We are now secondary Edmonton. And then, <laughs> and then uh, on Saturday. I hope there's a turf issue so the Montreal-Toronto game cannot be played and the game gets canceled. Um, and then I hope the Calgary Stampeders absolutely wipe the floor with that loser, Cody Fajardo. That's that's fair. I mean, I'm just going to continue the trend and uh, I'm going to go Hamilton. By what? Uh, I, by a billion. Thank you. I'm going to go Edmonton just purely so they can actually win a home game. Uh, they deserve happiness. They deserve happiness. Yeah, that would be so (laughs) brutal to have season tickets for the last two years and not witness them win a single home game. (laughs) Like, please, Trey Ford, because Taylor Cornelius is not playing, please, Trey Ford, lead the the Elks to victory. Uh, They need it. And uh, also, too, I think... If Edmonton won, that would also, in theory, if Hamilton doesn't beat Ottawa and Saskatchewan doesn't uh, doesn't lose to Calgary, I think in theory that also would help Hamilton as well because it would force BC and Calgary to still start their starters in the final game because I think if BC wins, be tied, they right? clinch second. So, um, yeah, so for that reason as well. And uh, then, yeah, I uh, – Going to go Alouettes because cheering for the Argos or hoping, predicting that they win, whatever it is, uh, is not, not something that I'm going to do. Even though I did earlier this year, that was reverse psychology. And then, yeah, Calgary is going to beat uh, going to beat Saskatchewan. JT, absolutely. We're going to go Tie Cats by a million in those Thank beautiful you. gray jerseys. Um, gotta have it. Gotta have it. Gonna have it. They're gonna come out and they're gonna be consistent again. And this is going to be the very first time that I have said something like that and they have not come out and played an absolute stinker the next week. So uh, just putting all that into the universe. Gotta have it. Tycats by a million. Then we move on to BC and Edmonton. Man, I want the Edmonton Elks to have nice things so bad. I want them and their fans to get this win. I don't see it happening. I just don't. You had to ruin the fun, and didn't you? Maybe for this reason, <laughs> maybe for this reason, this is why Edmonton's going to win because I get every upset. JT, ever. bet on the BC Lions this weekend, please. Thank That's you. That's it. I swear <laughs> to God. Every se- if you can name an upset in the NFL or in college football, I lost on it. And therefore, if I put a bet on the BC Lions, Edmonton wins, so I'm locking it in right now, Elks fans, just for you. I'm picking <laughs> BC. Also, JT, put a bet in on the Riders, too, if that's, yep. if that's how it works. Yep. Yeah, I will do that, but I don't need to put a bet on the Alouettes because McLeod Bethel-Thompson is the biggest fraud in the CFL True. and will always be. So 
Uh, let's go with Montreal in that contest. And then uh, Cody Frajardo is going to lose. Frajardo um, handily in – not in Calgary, against Calgary at home. That's how I guess make the playoffs. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully this time next week we are talking about a playoff berth, a playoff berth clinched. We will be. Yeah, I freaking hope so. I'm gonna. I, know, I, have, I know so. I have. I have a game. Like the Tigers have a home game on Friday night, so I am going to be relying heavily on the group chat. <laughs> Not to me. Not to I, me. I, I don't even want to, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. I really don't. But like, just especially after the season we've had and how frustrating it was at the beginning of the season and the different things that this team has gone through, it will feel so very good to just think about being zero and zero and winning three football games to win a great cup championship. You're not, yeah, all, you're not under the, 500. All the pain would just wash away. Yeah. All the stress off my shoulders. Just gone. gone. Just the reset button. Yeah. And one where we didn't think was going to happen or be possible until next season. There was a time this year, and it wasn't not rightly so. It was rightly so. I'm not speaking well. There was a time this year where rightly so we were done. Yeah. We didn't think this was gonna anywhere near the realm of possibility. Well, you guys weren't me. I've been on the train the whole time, you know. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> Jake. This guy in the group chat after one bad pass. <laughs> shout out, shout out to our communications guy Odin. He's the he is the absolute best, and I know he does it as a joke too. But he's the very best at after a, a good play, we're winning the Grey Cup, and after a bad play, we're going zero and fifteen, man. We're going zero and <laughs> going zero and eighteen. Like yeah. he is the absolute game, best. Man. Yeah. yeah. And that's literally like over the course of the game in the group chat. That's literally the only two things you'll say. Yeah. <laughs> is, is we're winning the Grey Cup, or um, or he'll say that we're we're done, or that we're losing. Yeah, and, yeah, and it's just yeah, it's so my fun. stream is almost always behind, so I'll be like, it'll be like a huge situation and I'll just have to check my phone and I'll know whether I see we're winning the gray cup or it's over, man. Well, what <laughs> happened? Is, is it a first down or is it a turnover? <laughs> yeah. And, and it's hilarious too. Cause he'll say like, uh, yeah, like we're losing and it's cause they got like a one yard rush. And it's, like, <laughs> it's like the smallest, the smallest thing ever. And he's just like, yeah, we're never winning another game. I'm like, I'm like, cause they ran for one yard on first down. Like, yeah, man. Odin is the absolute oh. best at it. He's the goat. Oh, he's <laughs> um, so funny. Yeah. Yeah, he's so funny. But yeah, I think that wraps up this episode of the pod. Hey, okay? Any, anyone else got anything to say? Go talk out. Go talk out. True. Oski Wee Wee. Oski Wee Wee. Uh, I just wanted to thank everybody for taking the time to listen to us ramble once again about this team. It's nice to finally ramble about some good things instead of the bad. Uh, we'll catch you next week. And always remember to eat them raw.